Welcome to or welcome back to the Made For More podcast with yours truly, McKenna Romaniano. And this podcast was designed to help you elevate your life, faith, fitness, and nutrition so that you leave with more than you came with. You are made for more and that's exactly what this podcast was created to show you. So let's level up together and jump into this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about five things you're doing wrong in the gym. And I'm just saying these things because I personally did them wrong and I know a lot of people have. And so I'm here to teach you what I wish I would have known before I figured this stuff out the hard way and the long way. But you're here because you care about your health and fitness. And so I want to make sure you're not sabotaging yourself because you put in so much work already. And by doing these quick little tiny tweaks, like they can make all of the difference and you actually start seeing results and get out what you're putting in. So first one is not resting enough between sets. And this is oh my gosh, this is huge because I see people all the time supersetting like burpees with squats or like deadlifts and they'll do like pull-ups or lunges to bicep curls, like all these crazy exercises that they're kind of combining to essentially attempt to get the best of both worlds. But in reality, they're not getting the best of either of the exercises. And it would be so much more beneficial if they just did one exercise, rested, and then did another exercise. Even though it might take more time, even cutting out the second exercise will get them better results than jumping around and trying to fit in like 15 to 20 exercises per session instead of just five quality ones. So that being said, resting, how long should you do it? So your muscles actually need time to recover in between sets of any exercise. If you're doing like the crunches, the burpees, the bicep curls, lunges in your rest periods, you're not actually pushing the weight for the first exercise enough. Your body should need, not, it could be cool. No, your body should need that one to three minute rest between sets. I would say usually two or three minutes between compound movements. So like things like hip thrusts, squats, deadlifts, overhead presses, rows, your body should need like two to three minutes for those and around one minutes for accessory exercises. So things that are like bicep curls, um, leg extensions, leg curls, calf raises, lateral raises, upright rows, tricep kickbacks, like those things your body should probably need around like a minute to recover. But again, your body needs that time. It's not a cool thing or like it might be fun. Your body should need that. So if you are not, so if you finish a set and you're like, oh, I could totally rep out like 20 more, you're not going heavy enough and go heavier (laughs) instead of kind of just jumping into another exercise and trying to get the best of both worlds. When in reality, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because you're not getting the best of either of the worlds. So rest rest, rest. You're not going to be getting the most out of your workouts in general. And like I said before, like it's better to do five quality exercises than like 15 exercises that you're just jumping around the gym in like a circuit style, especially if you're trying to build muscle. That's the kind of the way that I would recommend doing it. And the way that the research has shown to be most beneficial is doing a set, resting, doing a set and resting. Now you might be like, what the heck about supersets? Like supersets exist, right? So superset is just a fancy way of saying doing two exercises back to back. Now, yes, they do exist. And I superset things. I really do. But it's not to the point of like supersetting a compound movement with another compound movement or a compound movement with like an accessory movement. I would do two accessory movements. So what I mean by that is I would not superset like a deadlift and a burpee, or I just will never ever program a burpee, but that's just beside the point. Burpees are just ridiculous, but I would never superset like a deadlift and a bicep curl or something like that, because the energy that you need to put into a compound movement should take your whole entire body. Compound movements are just movements that utilize more than one major muscle group. And so deadlifts, like I said, squats, hip thrusts, overhead presses, rows are great examples of those. And if you're trying to superset those, you're not getting the best of either of the exercises. So Do your compound movement, rest, and then do an accessory movement. 
after you're done with that one. But I would say for a superset, for example, I would superset maybe like bicep curls and tricep kickbacks. You're supersetting two exercises that need different muscle groups and they're both accessory exercises. So my biceps are not being utilized during the tricep extensions and my triceps are not being utilized during my bicep curls. So you can superset these exercises because it will one, maximize your efficiency in the gym. And two, they're not contradictory to each other. They are totally independent of each other and they shouldn't really be wiping you out to the point where you need to like sit on the floor and rest. Like a bicep curl isn't that intensive and same thing with tricep extension. So I would say it's okay to kind of superset those again, they're opposing muscle groups and they're not going to conflict with each other. So that is point numero uno is not resting enough between sets. So please, please, please take your rest. And the second one is bad form. We're all guilty of it. We're genuinely all guilty of it. And me included, I was looking back at some of my videos and I was like, girl, that is really bad form. Like you got to fix that. But the thing is I videoed myself so I could fix it. We're all guilty of it. And we just get excited to lift heavier weights or we just don't know what we're doing. And so our form is off. And if you can't do it right, you're going to be injured or you're going to progress in a negative way with compensated movement patterns. So for example, like if you don't have the proper form for a squat, you could be injuring your back. You could be utilizing more of your back in your hamstrings instead of more of your quads and your glutes for a squat. And that could be compromising your movement pattern and really giving you muscle imbalances. If you're kind of not squatting properly, like you're deadlifting it almost, or like doing a good morning or like an RDL for a squat, like you're not really getting the most out of the movement and that's an issue. So it could only really get worse at that point. And then we're going to have to eventually after you get injured or you want to fix that movement pattern, that's been not quite right. We're going to have to drop the weight back down anyway. So might as well start in the right position and start with a better movement pattern. Finding programming that shows you the movements done well is imperative. And if you have form questions, I love form videos. Please send them to me of you doing any form of you doing any exercise on Instagram. This is not a shameless plug. Literally send me over your form videos and I'd be more than happy to kind of help and give you some critique on them. I know it's uncomfortable sometimes to film yourself in the gym, but if somebody's judging you for trying to get better in the gym, like that says more about them than it does you. Set up your phone near a water bottle or something and just film, film yourself and send it over to me and I will happily give you some feedback and kind of give you insight onto what to tweak to actually get more out of that workout. So form. I know I'm guilty of it too. Film yourself and get better. Three is too much variety. So similar to number one, just not resting in between sets. We have too much variety in today's world of exercise. It's what's the coolest new exercise? What's the latest donkey kickback, glute, hypertrophy, reverse lunge, crunch situation? Like, no, we're going to stick to the basics here and do what works. This is really, really common in today's world with people wanting to do a new workout every time they step foot in the gym. It's leg day. So they'll do some squats and maybe some machines and then do whatever looks fun that day and just call it a day. Now, of course, that's great. You're getting into the gym, but if we actually want to see some progress, just jumping around to random machines is not going to get us there. We have to have intention with training. And what I like to say is like random training is going to get you random results. So you have to find a program that allows you to progressively overload, which if you did not listen to that episode, that episode released on May 1st, and it is episode 20 on how to progressively overload. Highly recommend checking that one out. And progressive overload is key to really getting better in the gym. And we do not need to change up the exercises every single session. For me, I actually am on a longer program. So I only change my exercises every like eight to 12 weeks. So yes, I do the same leg day for eight to 12 weeks. 
and I'm still able to progress every single week because I can squeeze out one more rep. I can squeeze out a bit better form. I can squeeze out better tempo, et cetera, et cetera. Our goal is to always get 1% better every single lift. And if we're constantly changing up exercises, even the sequencing of exercises, if we do squats first one day and then reverse lunges next, and then the next day we do reverse lunges first and squats next, the numbers that we're going to be able to put up are going to be different because we're tiring our body out with that first movement. So if we can keep the sequencing the same, that's also super important and getting on a program that's going to get you results. And if you need one, check in the description. I just have one linked for free that I created for you guys. If you need a workout program and follow that for, I would say four weeks, that's how long I usually have my clients follow programs for is four weeks, progressing every single week listening to episode 20 released on May 1st to figure out ways to progressively overload, but that's what I would recommend. Start thinking in terms of how can I get better this week? Not what new exercise, a new fun thing can I try this week? Because of course I want you to have fun in the gym, but I also want you to get results. And so if we can kind of marry the two and do exercises and things that are fun for you and push yourself every single week to get better and see results, that's a win-win situation. Now, if you really don't know where to start, three days, four days, or five days a week. I did have an Instagram post that I posted about kind of how you can split up your workouts. I will have that linked for you guys in the show notes as well. If you wanted to kind of take a look at how you want to break your workouts up, but we have different kind of muscle groups and different ways to categorize what you should do in a single session. So for example, leg day, we can have like a hamstring and glute focused leg day. We could have a quad and glute focused leg day. We could have a push day, which is anything that you're pushing the weight away from your body. So that's usually chest, shoulders, and triceps. And then a pull day, which is like back and biceps. So we have different ways we can categorize these sessions. And I hope that was helpful because there's a lot of nuance that can go in there. So I'm going to link the Instagram post and it'll explain more for you guys. But think of things in that term, not just walking into the gym and doing an exercise for them every single body part or every single machine. You can do full body days. That's totally great, but not to the point of random exercises. Like we want to have a cadence. We want to have a plan going in. So check out the description for the Instagram post and the free workout guide. The next one is using someone else's workout program. Now I know I just said I have a workout guide and please use it if you would like to, but this might be causing some feathers to be ruffled. My question to you is when you have the option, why not choose your own plan over somebody else's? Sure, Susie has a six-pack and selling her workout programs online, but that does not mean that Susie's six-pack program is going to get you six packs. <laughs> um, it also does not mean that her way of training will get you to your goals. So finding your own program catered to your goals. Of course, I have a workout guy that I just linked in the show notes. I would say check that out. And if that's not your goal right now, to say like, I think it's four-day-a-week split, if that's not your goal right now, shoot me a message. We can figure out kind of what works for you. If you would rather work out three days a week and do full body, great. That is amazing. And we have specific goals or programs around those things because again, not everybody is the same exact person. We can't all use the same exact program. Maybe you want to focus more on your shoulders. Maybe somebody else wants to grow their glutes. Like we do not have the same goals. You don't have the same body composition. We don't have the same structure. Like we are all different. Some people might be able to work out four times a week, five times a week. Some people might be able to make it to the gym twice a week, three times a week. Like that is great. You do what you can. And we need a program tailored around you because smarter programming leads to better results, period. Smarter programming leads to better results, period. This coaching experience is tailored to you. And so if that workout guide does not suit your needs, again, shoot me over a message. I'll write up a program for you. I'll help you figure out what's going to work for you because that is a cookie cutter program. I'm just going to say it because it is cookie cutter. I can't tailor a program for every single person who gets that guide. It's more of a basics. It's covering all the 
covering all the bases. And so I want to be able to guide you through that process if you do need help for it. So again, shoot me over a message, form videos on Instagram, check out that Instagram post. And there's episode 20 that was released on May 1st. It's going to help you with progressively overloading in the gym, but please take me up on this stuff. Not many people do. And if you do, you're really going to get that next level result because you're one of the people who actually cares enough about your progress to not just listen to a podcast and then click out and do something else, but actually take this to heart because I'm giving you literal information that I tell my clients and I help my clients with. And so if you want the same results as what you see on Instagram and what you see clients getting, utilize this. Like this is free resources I'm just handing out to you guys. So please, please, please take me up on it. Again, I can't force you to, but if you want to actually see results, shoot me over some form videos and we'll get you those results. So that's kind of my top tips for things you're doing wrong in the gym, but totally can fix. So just recapping, not resting enough in between sets, having bad form, too much variety, using somebody else's program. And then this one, I mean, I that was four, but I kind of already talked about this other one when I was talking about choosing muscle groups over movement patterns. Stop thinking about like an arm day, a booty day, a cardio day, and an ab day. What we want to focus more on is thinking in terms of the motion. So like a push day, a pull day. So not just going in and doing every single arm exercise you can think of, but really splitting it up into back and biceps, or maybe just like you have an arm day, but it's more bicep focused, like really knowing what you're doing when you're going to the gym, same kind of thing is going with in with a plan. But those are the five things that you're probably doing wrong in the gym and learn it from me who's <laughs> been through all of these and had to learn the hard way. So again, take me up on those things and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're at the gym, on the road, cleaning, or walking your dog, I am so glad you chose to spend the last few minutes with me. Find all the links to connect with me in the show notes. And if you have a question or an idea for a guest, please submit the form also found in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe or follow to never miss a new episode drop. And until next time.